From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, it is Thursday, and that means it is time for Radio Night Live. It is 7 o'clock. That means you made it through the day. And that's Imran Ansari, who was uh, away last week, but he's back. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you, Kevin. Good to be back. Hope yeah. you had a happy fourth. What were you doing last week? Uh, so I was in the... Uh, the uh, as they call it, the free state of Florida. Uh, Getting but, some more sunshine to yeah. the tan, tan you already have? Exactly. I'm, Adding I'm jealous. My, my natural glow. So I, the well, uh, This is so unfair because Imran has this lovely complexion of like uh, caramel all over his uh, skin. <laughs> I look like the pasty thrown out mashed potatoes from the, the, the high school cafeteria. Uh, and, and that's the difference between the two of us. And he's getting to caramelize even more. Oh. So, so hard to deal with. Well, because you were gone, you happened to not be here on the night when I most wanted to talk to you, which was uh, the end of the Supreme Court session. And boy, did we get some decisions coming down that like shocked a lot of people. I'm, I'm not that sad about most of them, I'm just going to say. Um, but if you're an originalist, if you're a textualist, uh, this was a good court session towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah, no, we saw uh, a number of rulings coming down, really landmark rulings and rulings that uh, uh, were sort of vested in the Constitution uh, and finding its raised to religious liberty, freedom of speech. And then, of course, you know, the end of affirmative action, uh, as we know it, uh, you know, implemented um, throughout various states. Uh, so these were decisions that were not very surprising when these cases were uh, percolating themselves up to the Supreme Court. And we knew that the Supreme Court uh, granted certiorari, meaning that they are going to consider and just make, render a decision on these cases. Uh, with the makeup of the court as it is now, uh, the outcome or the decisions uh, were not surprising. And I think it's indicative of the way that the, the Supreme Court will be ruling on certain uh, cases and issues before them uh, as uh, time comes, you know, as, as the years go on. You know what's discouraging about this, and I want to get back to that, but something you just said uh, jiggled a thought in my brain, and that is that um, the, the, the media reaction to the court's rulings have not, they've not really recognized that, like you have very kind of articulately and kind of academically, you know, look, these justices have an originalist view towards the uh, Constitution. They're very textual in their uh, orientation of, of how the law should be interpreted. And this is what, uh, in a lot of sense, the founders uh, wanted. They wanted people that took the Constitution at face value. And this is th this is how we got here. Instead, what the, the media is not saying any of that. The media is saying, oh, right wing activists have overtaken the court and we have to like change all the rules and throw everything out because it's just terrible how this has come to Imran the the history of the court is you have seasons where originalism kind of perseveres and then you have years where it doesn't and you have more of a progressive view towards the towards the constitution and it's largely dependent upon elections and it's one of the reasons why a democracy or a democratic republic like we are has flexibility within its understanding of the law and so forth because yeah. you have these different seasons when different groups sit on the bench and look at the the letters of the constitution together right and, and kevin you know the way i look at it you know you're not necessarily going to have a, a a bench uh a supreme court that are going to render decisions that you agree with uh but you have to just look at the the ebbs and flows of politics 
uh, in our great nation, which is a democracy. Uh, and at times you're going to have in, you know, let, let's just take a middle of the road, neutral, nonpartisan view. You may have a, a one party that you, uh, the opposite party, the opposing party, if you will, in power uh, for a number of years. And then, you know, as the justices leave or they pass on, uh, that those seats are going to be filled by uh, usually, you know, obviously a, a justice that's going to be leaning towards the politics uh, of those in power. But that's just how it's been for, for years, right, since the the country has been founded. Uh, and who knows, you know, a, a decade or two down the line, uh, that power shift may be there and those on the bench may now be leaning more left. It's just the way democracy works. Uh, and, you know, and also, I have to say one thing too, uh, Kevin, especially with the affirmative action ruling, um, it's not as drastic uh, of a, a, a decision as some people think. Because or some people are yeah. trying to make people believe. Exactly, right? Uh, it, you know, because there's still going to be the ability for educational institutions uh, to uh, implement certain things to make sure that they have a diverse uh diverse institution to make sure that those who are maybe socio-economically deprived are, are going to have an opportunity to get an education it's just that race itself won't be a factor um and we know now right and when sandra day o'connor uh made a comment uh when affirmative action in certain cases was being decided that there may be a sunset period to affirmative action where the i think it was always intended actually to be that way Exactly. Uh, yeah. so the the uh, intended uh, and the intended effect of affirmative action uh, or its vision would have a certain, um, uh, uh, you know, in practice, it would create a certain makeup in the institutions. It would remedy certain past wrongs or perceived past wrongs, and then it would no longer be necessary or it would start working against the uh, spirit of what affirmative action which is exactly what it did and that's why you had a smaller minority file this lawsuit because they're like hey we're being discriminated against and we're and we have this we have the performance to to prove that we belong in you know in this case what was it harvard but uh but you know they're we're not we're not getting the opportunity anyway it's very interesting to see all that but i want to go back to what you were saying about the philosophies because i i slightly differ with what you were saying from the I don't I don't want my court to be political. I okay. want my court to and and I'll prove that to you by saying this. If a president that I didn't vote for nominated a justice who was an originalist and a textualist in his in his view of the law in terms of the constitution, I would be in favor of that of that judge or justice being put on the court because I want the constitution interpreted as the founders wrote it it's 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 a philosophy of how the law should operate it's not which party i belong to or which candidate that i'm i'm championing yeah i'm going to try to champion candidates that will put those kinds of justices on the court but beca that's because i want that i want the law to be interpreted as it's written i don't want them to like make up stuff and go i mean Al Gore had that really weird saying that he said, you know, it's a living, breathing document. Well, right. it's, it's not. It, crooks would like to think laws live and breathe and that there's loopholes over here and over there and everywhere else. I want the law to be simple. I want it to be clearly understood and I want it to be enforced. I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah, no, Kevin, listen, I mean, those, that's the competing view, right? That is sort of a dynamic uh document and it's it's not necessarily so rigidly interpreted uh right. and it should sort of adapt with the times right but um that also lends itself to problems right because if you're going by the constitution and you're looking at uh the laws that really are the embodiment of the united states you don't want to mess with that right because then you're you're really uh, uh messing what with we the, came out of right. it's how we you're got messing here. with the fabric and the foundation of the nation Right. right. Uh, and when you, you put the United States on a global platform, when we're talking about laws and justice, we will always prevail. Right. It's not a perfect system. There's no perfect system out there. There's always going to be some, uh, you know, uh, issues that you got to deal with. But really, it's the best. And if you start messing with the foundation, you may create a mess. Yeah, we don't want any more messes. We, we haven't cleaned those up at the Walgreens right now because we're ignoring the laws in New York State, which is a different show. We could do that some other time. He's Imran. I'm Kevin. We're coming right back on Legal Night. Stay here.
Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Ion Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Ion Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service, preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team of to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo for Perillo Tours. Did I tell you I'm going to Rome and Sicily this year with my friend Steve Perillo? Hey, you want to go? It's simple. You just call 800-431-1515 and say, I want to go to Apollonia's hometown with Joey. Make it happen, baby. How does that sound? Rome, three nights, including a special intimate performance by yours truly. Then we fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taormina, Palermo, some medieval towns like Savoca and Forza d'Agro in Messina. Why? Because we're going to visit some iconic sites from famous Godfather scenes. How cool is that? Can't leave Sicily until you have a wine tasting in the shadow of Mount Etna. We will do that too. Then on to Palermo for three more nights. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515, or visit please PerilloTours.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very Thank fortunate you. to have a great American story, Thank Joe Piscopo. Uh, Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. What a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you here. It's Radio Night Live. Uh, we It's legal night. Imran Ansari is my uh, compatriot in the uh, discussion of laws and their impacts. Before we get to the rest of the SCOTUS uh, agenda, because we wanted to hear what you had to say about it all, Imran, um, this, this story about justice sotomayor and her staff like shaking down universities and like making a ton of money i heard hugh hewitt on his show early today it's not illegal it's not uh it's not against the law you know there's she's not i guess she's not done anything like specifically in like criminally in violation of anything but i don't is it a good look for any justice uh on the supreme court 
to be saying to colleges, uh, you know, hey, you, you got to pay us. Uh, you know, we got it, it. It's I don't know. She seems to be in a little bit of hot water with it. And considering that her intake has been in the millions of dollars, whereas they wanted to go after Gorsuch for what going fly fishing with his buddy or, or Clarence Thomas accepting a ride on a yacht. I mean, a few a few million dollars seems to me to be a much bigger problem than uh, than a, a couple of personal trips. Am I am I goofy on that or what? No, I mean, it's not a good look, right? Like it's not expressly prohibited, right? That's the thing, right? That's so, why I said it's not it's not a criminal act. Yeah. She didn't violate, you know, anything that's like a statute or anything. Right. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's you all it, it just doesn't have the right flavor. Let's just say that. Right. You know, because you don't expect uh, the justices of the Supreme Court really to be having that. Uh, it's almost like how Cuomo wrote the book after COVID and it just had a, it had a strange, you know, a strange feel to it. And of course that led to some problems uh, later on, but um, you know, it's the same with this uh, issue with the justice Sotomayor, right? You know, promoting her book, I guess, you know, there's no problem uh, or prescription with a, a justice writing a book or, no, or that making, I don't have a problem money and they've all written books. like that. Yeah. But, but I think on an optic standpoint, you just don't expect that, uh, from a, a Supreme Court justice to be really like pushing for book sales and things like hey, you that. Better, you better let me come speak. You better pay me. You better do it good. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of in the air of the Biden family. I don't know. This kind of feels like it's just infecting everything right now. Uh, that's another topic for another show that we're not going to do tonight. Let's get back to the Supreme Court stuff real quick. Um, the religious liberties cases, there were two that were handed down and they both sided with the person that was claiming the infraction of their religious liberties. The one was the uh, worker and the day of the week. And uh, the, the court said, you got to make an allowance if he's willing to work the other six days of the week and you're a seven day a week company, you know, letting him only work on the six days that he doesn't worship, you know, in his religion, that that, that should be allowed. And then in the other case, it was the, um, so, uh, the web page designer that will not have to be forced to create uh websites for um uh sexually expressive couples that express sexuality different than than she does uh or or that her faith does so that would include like transgenders or homosexuals or others that basically anything in the lgbtq she doesn't have to if it violates her faith and the court said faith is a is an overriding principle here in both of these cases what what did we learn from them yeah uh, and, and Kevin, before we get to that, just because I don't want to lose the point, I did have one more thought about Justice Sotomayor. Oh, sure. Uh, Thought in. In the book. You know, I, I was thinking how it could lead to potential problems for her if there, uh, you know, is a case involving her publisher, which I think is Penguin, or any of these venues and things like that, uh, which would lead to her having to potentially recuse herself. Uh, because of a conflict of interest. And like, it just, you know, it's one thing for Justice uh, uh, Jackson, who uh, recused herself from the Harvard case because I think she had actual like ties with Harvard. Right. I mean, you know, that's scholarly. That's not unexpected with a a, Hadn't she taught or or something? Like there was a a tie of some sort. Something professorial, right? But you just have to say, oh, I can't sit on this case because, uh, you know, I was getting my book published or I was on a book tour and they promoted me and things like that. That just has a different feel to it. So the conflict of interest aspect could be a a problem, which is also another reason why if you're a justice on the Supreme Court, you may want to just avoid that sort of uh, that, that, you know, side gig if you would yeah. side hustle. Right. <laughs> All right. Well said. So back to the religious liberties yes. cases, uh, faith versus employers and faith versus uh, sexual expression. Faith ended up winning in both cases. Right. So um, if we look at the uh, religious freedom uh, case first, right. Um, and really, uh, which was a, a case uh, which I would say upheld individual's religious liberty uh, and ability to worship uh, as they saw fit. Uh, and that was a, a case which was, it, it was Groff v. DeJoy. And it, it dealt with uh, a plaintiff who was a postal worker right. uh, and was, you know, in a nutshell to, to just, you know, streamline it, uh, was told that he's going to have to work on Sunday at times where he uh, felt he would be in, co- uh, in court. Normally in, in church. Yeah, in church. 
uh, and, ha and you know, exercising his, his practice of religion. Uh, well, the lower courts found that uh, the USPS uh, was not infringing on his religious liberty by having him work uh, and that the um, it was a de minimis uh, sort of effect on uh, the 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 uh, the postal office uh, in terms of uh, having him work. Or, or it would have to be shown, I'm sorry, that it would be de minimis uh, in terms of what the postal office would feel if he had to not work that day, the, the harm. So they found that the Supreme Court ruled against that under uh, the lower court's ruling, uh, sending the case back down and is uh, allowing, essentially now allowing uh, this individual, although he left the job based on uh, not being able to worship as he saw fit, um, but the the Supreme Court is essentially sending it back down to the lower court uh, so that the interpretation of what would be undue hardship to the employer if they allowed the employee to take time off to worship um, can be decided. Well, that's uh, that was the ruling in that case. And then the kind of equally punchy one for religious liberty uh, people was the uh, the creative designer in, in Colorado uh, who, who will not have to do those websites that she felt uncomfortable doing. Correct. So that's 303 Creative versus uh, Alenis. Um, and the plaintiff in that case was the, uh, the uh, website designer uh, who was confronted uh, with whether she had to create websites for same-sex couples. She did not want to do that based on uh, her beliefs. Um, and the lower courts found that she uh, would have to do that. Uh, and that it wasn't, uh, it didn't rise to the level where it would be infringing on her First Amendment rights uh, in order to sort of express herself uh, by not having to create those websites because she uh, did not uh, agree with same-sex marriage. Well, the lower courts found against her. The Supreme Court, on the other hand, found that it would be uh, a violation of her freedom of speech uh, and has now reversed the lower court ruling. Her, if, if her name, if you're rendering creative services, your your name is attached to that service as it is, as, is, as this is what they found. You're, you're, and so it is a, a form of like, compelled speech which is the opposite of free speech and i think that was the rationale behind the justices that decided uh with her all right we got to take another break uh coming right back it is legal night and we've got a special visit from plaza college to tell you about something very special one week from tonight stay here With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. After a historically wet winter and a cloudy spring, California's summer's in full swing. A heat wave that's been scorching much of the U.S. southwest is bringing triple-digit temperatures and an increased risk of wildfires. Forecasters say blistering conditions Thursday will build throughout the weekend in the central and southern parts of California, where many residents should prepare for the hottest weather of the year. The California Senate has approved a proposal to enshrine same-sex marriage in the state constitution. Thursday's vote means the issue will go before voters in 2024. The proposed constitutional amendment would repeal a measure called Proposition 8 that previously banned the state from recognizing same-sex marriages. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 47 points. The Nasdaq rose 219. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. 
Increase your investment knowledge in a unique way this year. Join us on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise, along with The Money Show. Visit EagleFinancialCruise.com for details and to secure your cabin. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Segula, live, weekdays at 4 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Graduation season is here, and many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in this position? Tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting, which allows you to speed your way into the legal field and make good money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I'm told district attorneys are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools, and television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. With the national shortage, NCRA partnered with Plaza to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on leaving my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Back to Kevin McCullough and Radio Night Live from New York. All right, welcome back. It's uh, Legal Night, and we are so happy to have uh, Mr. Legal Lowdown himself back in the chair tonight. Um, And by the way, if you can't get enough of Imran, and who can? You got to check him out Sundays at 12 noon on our sister state. Is it Saturday? Saturday. Saturday's at 12 noon. Saturday at 12. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to make you work on the church day. You didn't. You, you just, <laughs> we, we're just going to give you that day off, Imran. So that's that's all good. Great. Uh, Saturday, 12 noon, AM 570, our uh, sister station, uh, the station you hear me on at 3 p.m. every afternoon. And uh, glad to have him there with uh, the legal lowdown. Maybe before we're done, he'll even give us a preview of what's on this weekend yep. show. Um, back to the Supreme Court uh, slate, and boy, were these these cases just one after the other after the other huge kind of I called it in my column at Town Hall last week systemic, like seismic shifts in jur- in uh, jurisprudence at the Supreme Court. Um, but the one that kind of also got people up in arms, at least at inside sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue was when they said to the executive branch, uh, you don't have the right to uh, to forgive all that debt. Uh, that actually belongs to the taxpayers, and you can't just forego that. Um, so, and he, the president did not seem to like that very much. Yeah, no, I mean, that was a, uh, that was a ruling I, I clearly expected. I think a lot of us who were uh, tracking these decisions – uh, expected that to Can come down. Can you spell overreach? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, well, there's been a lot of checks, right? There's been a lot of checks on the uh, the executive branch's power and the agency stemming from the executive branch uh, to sort of usurp uh, the congressional or legislative route uh, and issue sort of edicts like the student uh, debt forgiveness uh, uh, program. And that was uh, expected that it wouldn't be upheld. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. I've talked to some people in my uh, office because it's intern uh, season at the office who are, uh, you know, a lot of law students here 
uh, and some undergrads who are really looking forward to that. Uh, but unfortunately, that they've, they've had their dreams uh, sort of squashed. Well, yeah, OK, but. come on. Hold on a second. I got to push back on that because they did a survey like after he issued the edict. And I, I was against it from the beginning because I feel bad for the middle class dad who scrimped and saved and did everything he could, you know, plumber from Kansas, put his kid through college, first kid in the family to go to college, and they did it all the right way. And then all of a sudden, boom, somebody that took out just a lot of loans that they don't have to pay as, as much of them back. I felt bad for that from the beginning, but even more so after it was either Reuters or AP or somebody, I don't remember who did the poll, but they did a, they did a survey and asked people that were eligible for the for the forgiveness what would you do with the money and they were like i'd take a trip <laughs> i go shopping i'm like well then what that, that see yeah. you've you've forgotten the whole principle of the thing to begin with so i think from that standpoint i, I don't know i mean it, it wasn't on a ballot so i don't know how voters would or would not react but it seemed like in circles where i was running people were like and maybe it's just because I just hang with people that pay their bills and try to do the right thing. But they, the people did not like this. And um, I'm sure that the interns and the uh, undergrads would love to have the 10 or 20,000 uh, available. Um, but come on, you're going to get, you're going to have a good job when you're done, go apply yourself. You'll pay it off the, do, do the right thing. Cause that helps all Americans feel yeah. better about it. I agree with you, Kevin. You yeah. know, on a, because you, you didn't have anybody forgive your loan. No, no uh, trust me that n not at all. Not at all. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I think I still get the emails reminding me that there may be, uh, you know, some remnants of those. Oh, out. they're still. Oh, see, they're still coming in. <laughs> wow. Well, so that's the uh, that's kind of was there anything else of this uh, Supreme Court season that surprised you just in general? So actually, Kevin, I would I would say, you know, some other legal, uh, you know, talking heads, if you will, uh, say they were surprised. But why would you be surprised? That's the makeup of the bench. You know, you could almost predict how things are going to be uh, decided and you and then you could predict the dissent. I, I mean, it's indicative. And, you know, before you, we were talking about it and you were stating that you don't want the, the Supreme Court, you don't want your justices really to be politicized. But really right now and maybe the the tides will turn and we'll see more unification and more uh you know m minds sort of meeting of the minds but right now people are so polarized on so many issues that it's it's really going to be uh the same coming from the bench in many ways right so you, it's not surprising how this particular supreme court bench decided these cases uh and i think we can have that um you know expect the same sort of rulings the same flavor the same sort of uh leanings going forward from from scotus but i want it uh, and, based yeah. on legal philosophy and not just party loyalty you know what i'm saying yeah like and and here's my perfect picture the justices come into the state of the union they sit in the front they don't they're not supposed to applaud they're not supposed to cheer they're not supposed to right. condemn they're supposed to sit there and be above all of that that's what the supreme court should be it should be a place where justice is blind and it's there to serve yeah. uh, the masses and dispassionately is another way i would put it i don't want them to have strong feelings about you know the i want them to look at the law I want them to say this is what the law says and this is what it means and then i want them to go about their business uh the rest of the way all right uh coming up next a very special visit with someone from plaza college because next week you can come see imran and i in person coming right back You know, born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnels to Towers Foundation has been supporting the heroes who risk life and limb in the line of duty ever since. Detective Joseph Seals served with the Jersey City, a New Jersey police department, for 13 years. He worked with the city's ceasefire unit where he helped get dozens of illegal guns off the streets. He was shot and killed during a confrontation with armed gunmen in 2019. He left behind his wife, Laura, and five children. Tunnel to Towers immediately paid off the family 
family's mortgage. To date, the foundation has delivered over 1,000 mortgage-free homes to our country's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and fallen first responder families. Please join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T, the number 2, and then T.org. And God bless you for always being there for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand. And while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. The Joe Piscopo Show, mornings 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to The Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Just when you thought the government would stop trying to take over more of our health care, there's a new sneaky bill working its way through the U.S. Senate led by radical socialist Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont. So I am urgently asking you to support the Council for Citizens Against Government Waste to stop the Senate from passing the Sanders bill S-1339. It would raise the price of prescription drugs by making it harder for pharmacy benefit managers to continue to save an average of $1,000 per year for two 275 million Americans just like you. Bernie's bill will not lower prescription drug prices and it will get him closer to his goal to create a socialist healthcare system here in America. But you and I can stop Bernie Sanders. Just go to www.lowermydrugprices.com and add your name to thousands who are standing up and saying you don't want more government interference in healthcare. But you must hurry. The Sanders bill will come up for a vote in only a few weeks. Go to lowermydrugprices.com. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. And now, back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough and Imran Ansari. It is legal night. We're so glad Imran's back. It's just not the same when you're not here, man. Seriously, it's like it's not nearly as fun. Um, say, listen, we are so proud uh, to be a, a megaphone for our great sponsor, Plaza College, their court reporting program, their school of nursing, their school of dentistry. They got so many good things going on over there. Uh, and uh, someone that was with us early on in uh, their sponsorship of our uh, program was Karen Santucci, who, who joins us uh, once again to talk about something very, very special going down next week. Karen, welcome back. Thank you, Kevin. So glad to, to be back. Yeah. Uh, since we uh, talked with you last time, uh, have you have you had a few more people sign up for the court reporting program? I'm just dying to know. Oh, yeah. We had plenty of new enrollees and we had plenty of graduates. Oh, that's exciting. We had a, yeah, we had a big graduation a couple of weeks ago, so it was very exciting. And all our graduates are just enjoying the their new jobs and making a lot of money. Yeah, well, which is why uh, if you don't know anything about court reporting, friend, that's why you got to get to know it. Next week, you're inviting not only uh, Imran and myself, but Imran's boss, uh, Arthur Idala, is going to join us, too. We're all going to be there on Thursday at Plaza College. Why are we there? Well, next Thursday is our annual court reporting symposium. This is a big event at Plaza College. We started this back in 2017 when we first took over the court reporting program. 
And this year is the first time we're back in person since COVID. Wow. So, Karen, uh, you know, I always echo uh, the same sentiment about court reporters and their function and their importance uh, in the courtroom, at depositions, closed captions on TV. I mean, it's just such a, a diverse field. It's not just relegated to the courtroom. There's a lot of functions for uh, court reporting services or stenog stenographer services. Uh, I think it's great that there's going to be this event to get that word out and, and really highlight uh, Plaza College and uh, the great work you do as the director of the court reporting program there. Um, I have to ask you just, you know, for our listeners, what got you to court reporting uh, to begin with? Um, and, and, you know, how does it feel now to pass that knowledge on to the students and others? Well, I started right out of high school. It was my first career. I loved it. I worked in the Queens Grand Jury for many years. Uh, I took some time off to raise a family. And when I went to go back in, I started teaching. And that's when I really felt my passion was to give back, you know, to mm -hmm. really help others find this career because most people don't know about it. So I, I've in, been enjoying teaching and now uh, being the director at Plaza College for uh, many years now. And I just love it. I just love it. Well, the symposium is going to bring people to the campus, uh, and I'm guessing that um, listeners can have a chance to experience this as well, Karen. What what are you going to cover in that uh, in that symposium? So at this symposium, we invite all students, uh, professional reporters. We have freelance agencies join us. This is a great networking event. Uh, the way the symposium is going to be uh, hosted is we're going to have a panel of the top reporters in every field of court reporting. So we have representatives uh, for federal court, Supreme Court, lower court, freelance, captioning. And we're also having uh, the supervisors from the Queens County uh, Grand Jury and the Brooklyn Grand Jury joining us that night. Well, Karen, uh, I, I got to tell you that I had a, as an ADA in Brooklyn, uh, you know, in Brooklyn, we do six month stints uh, in the Grand Jury. And, you know, we would have uh, the, the court reporter, especially when you're in the grand jury, you're presenting case after case after case to the grand jury. You get a, a great relationship, uh, you know, that's built with the court reporter uh, because you rely on them so much. It's just uh, incredible, uh, you know, how important that skill is. Uh, and, and also, court reporters make a lot of money. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's that's really the, the secret that we try to get out to people that, you know, you don't need a four year college degree to make a very lucrative salary, you know, and especially now because of the great need of the court reporters, they are even lessening the amount of experience to get into lower court. Six months experience, you could start in lower court and those salaries begin close to 90,000 a year plus transcript money. That, that That is hard to beat, um, friends. And if you're thinking about it and you've heard us talk about it, you want to know more about it, plazacollege.edu is, of course, uh, where you start um, all things related to your discovery of maybe your new career in court reporting. plazacollege.edu, that will get you to the website. Uh, I believe, Karen, you still have the, uh, the free two-week um, kind of survey that uh, people can en enroll in and kind of look at and, and kind of get a feel for it. Yeah, so Kevin, it's just about every, at least once a month, we hold a free A to Z class. Gotcha. So this is a free class that people can uh, sample how it is to work on a steno machine, the theory behind it, and learning the alphabet from A to Z in steno. Because there's fewer buttons. So that's always confused me, I, Imran. I've never, how can you get as many words down when there's fewer buttons than like the computer keyboard? But <clears throat> I, I, I see them do it. And they read it back and it's word for word. I don't, Karen, I don't, I don't understand how it works. I just know it does. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's the way the steno machine is set up. It's, it's a, a very soft touch. The keys go down simultaneously. There's briefs. So we teach uh, students every aspect of it and they get up to the speed of 225 words a minute. Uh, well, friends, uh, again, next week, we are uh, going to be broadcasting from the symposium on the pa Plaza College uh, campus. And uh, Karen, for people that need more information, uh, the symposium is on plazacollege.edu? Yes. All right. Just go there and click. 
Uh, and then if you want to come see us broadcast, uh, just uh, make your way to Plaza College next week. Uh, the, the symposium starts at what time and wraps up at what time officially? Uh, six to eight. So uh, literally the whole time we're on the air, the symposium's going on. Yeah. So we, we don't want to draw too big of a crowd because we want people to be in there listening to the good stuff. But uh, thank you, Karen, for all that Plaza College has done for Legal Night. We couldn't uh, do what we do here without you guys. And I know that Imran feels that way about your graduates in the in the courtrooms. Uh, every time, Imran, you say it's the most important uh, person in the courtroom. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh the judge the jury certainly not necessarily the attorneys but the court reporter because without the court reporter there's no record and you, you know without the record uh the trial or what have you might as well not have happened so <laughs> if the reporter didn't report it did it really occur that's exactly. the question hey karen we'll see you one week from tonight can't wait i'm looking forward to see you in person week thank you two. so much for having me on yeah, you got it. All right, that's it for uh, this uh, this part of uh, Legal Night. When we come back, all that remains is Esquire etiquette. Imran, standing by. Stay here. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone to get the best sleep of their life. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use the promo code P. There'll be deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0, mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. 800-651-0798. MyPillow.com, promo code P. 800-651-0798. MyPillow.com, promo code P. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. I've teamed up with Steve Perillo to create a special offer for our AM970 family, a Perillo tour with yours truly in attendance, three nights in Rome, seeing the important sites like the Vatican, the Colosseum, the Forum, as well as a special dinner performance by yours truly, then fly to Sicily and spend three nights in Taormina. Next, Taormina's Godfather tour. Visit the medieval villages of Forza d'Agro, in Savoca, see the famous Barbatelli where Michael Corleone asked Apollonia's father for her hand in marriage. Next, on to Palermo for three more nights before flying home. A Perillo tour is a stress-free escorted vacation where you do not lift a finger. Call today, 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515, or please visit perillotours.com. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health, where he discusses cutting-edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain latest medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options listen to all things health on am 970 the answer on sundays and saturdays on am 570 and 102.3 fm the mission wmca have questions call dr simon at 1-844-534-3621 or visit allthingshealth.ai or listen to all things health on am 970 the answer on sundays and am 570 102.3 fm the mission wmca on saturdays to learn more visit allthingshealth.ai AI AM 97 the answer Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com tune in iheart alexa or odyssey.com Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970 the answer Once more from New York Radio Night Live here's Kevin McCullough all right, uh, final few minutes on Radio Night Live this Thursday. Reminder, next Thursday, we are at Plaza College for the Plaza College uh, Court Reporting Symposium. Imran and I will be broadcasting in person. Uh, his boss, our uh, colleague, Arthur Idala, will be there as well. Is he really your boss? I mean, I thought you're all partners. 
But he we walks around. He all walks around strutting his uh, his uh, suspenders and stuff like yeah. he's the boss. Is he really the boss? You're all partners, right? That's we're, how that we're, works. We're partners. He heads the civil, I mean, the criminal side of things. I head the the uh, civil side of things. But uh, he is the managing partner. He did start the firm. Ah, so he is the boss. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the, the word manager's in it. That means it's the boss. Okay. Uh, what's tonight's Esquire etiquette? Okay. So um, the Esquire etiquette of tonight uh it really relates to uh personal injury and if you are uh injured in a certain area that may be in the control of the city like the city of new york uh, or a municipality if you're outside new york uh there is uh, a law which requires you to give notice of your accident or your injury to the city uh, within 90 days of it occurring. A lot of people don't realize that. They may even Google on, uh, you know, what's the statute of limitations of a personal injury case. And if you're in New York, you may get the answer of three years. Uh, and they don't realize that if the property is owned by uh, the city of New York, uh, or the, even the state of New York, or, or even it, this, there are similar laws in New Jersey and Connecticut and outside the city in Long Island, et cetera, uh, you have to let the city know or the municipality know uh, about that within 90 days in a document called a notice of claim. Uh, if you don't do that, you may lose your ability to sue for your injury. So it's important to keep that in mind. And if you are injured, uh, right away, contact an attorney. Uh, you can contact even myself at Idala Bertuna and Kamins. So you get the information you need in a timely manner. Now, it's interesting. You know that I do a little uh, TV show on the weekends called That Kevin Show. And we have we have our assignment desk weekend segment. And uh, I gave you guys some free plugs a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you saw this or not. But, uh, but things that you might need, idalalaw.com for, like... Uh, like when the mayor uh, dresses you down in public and calls you a plantation owner and uh, says that uh, uh, as a as a uh, you know you, you're you're a, a survivor of, of Nazi war crimes and you live in a fifth floor walk up, but the mayor like chews you out in front of the city cameras. That's a good time to call idolalaw.com, isn't it? They, I, 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 how come he gets to talk to me that way? Defamation, all sorts of things. I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, and what else was it? There were two or three things. Uh, did you see that scary story where the um, the kid fell from the 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 Mexican uh, amusement park and he was attached to a zip line and the zip line thing broke and he he fell into a wading pool and survived. He's totally fine. Didn't have anything wrong with him. But his parents were thinking about uh, filing a lawsuit. And again, I said idolalaw.com. That's where you got to go. It's, they're they're your guys. They're your people. Uh, but your Esquire etiquette tonight, do it on time. Because if you don't do it on time, then you might lose out altogether. Absolutely. Statute of limitations, filing deadlines, they're all very important. And this is all in Imran's division of the of the law firm. He's right. he's, he's the boss. The area where I'm the boss. <laughs> this is the area where he's the boss. All right. Imran, great to see you again. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for not leaving us. Uh, and we'll uh, look forward to seeing you uh, there at Plaza College next week. Friends, come and join us as well. Till next time. The preceding program was pre-recorded. It's Legal Night on Radio Night Live, sponsored by Plaza College. If you're looking for a lucrative career in court reporting and captioning, check out Plaza College. Go to plazacollege.edu.